Hey, I'm so excited that you tuned in to today's episode, which is called Set Your Face Like Flint. Um, so this message actually was inspired by the Holy Spirit in January of 2019, which seems crazy, right? But a person, a dear friend, uh, spoke a word over me uh, in a very discouraging time and was like, the Lord is telling me to tell you to set your face like Flint. And I'll be honest, I had no idea where that was in scripture, what it meant. I had no clue. So Holy Spirit has been taking me on this adventure of what it means to set your face like Flint. And I am here to teach you, to encourage you, uh, and to activate you to set your face like Flint as well. So where is this in scripture? It's actually in Isaiah 50. I'm going to read verses 4 through 11. The Lord God has given me the tongue of those who are instructed to know how to sustain the weary with a word. He awakens me each morning. He awakens my ear to listen like those being instructed. The Lord God has opened my ear and I was not rebellious. I did not turn back. I gave my back to those who beat me and my cheeks to those who tore out my beard. I did not hide my face from scorn and spitting. The Lord God will help me. Therefore, I have not been humiliated. Therefore, I have set my face like flint, and I know I will not be put to shame. The one who vindicates me is near. Who will contend with me? Let us confront each other. Who has a case against me? Let him come near me. In truth, the Lord God will help me. Who will condemn me? Indeed, all of them will wear out like a garment. A moth will devour them. Who among you fears the Lord and listens to his servant? Who among you walks in darkness and has no light? Let him trust in the name of the Lord. Let him lean on his God. Look, all of you who kindle a fire, who encircle yourselves with torches. Walk in the light of your fire and of the torches you have lit. This is what you'll get from my hand. You will lie down in a place of torment. So what was happening in Isaiah's life is the Lord was giving him instruction. Every morning he would wake up and get instruction from the Lord and obey his instructions. And what happened was the rebellious, these people would come and tear out his beard and smack him in the face and try to humiliate him. But Isaiah did not fall for the enemy's traps and give up. He didn't stop obeying God because of what other man was doing. He continued to go. He set his face like flint. To set your f face like flint actually means to not shrink back in suffering, but endure because it was necessary for the works God had called you to. There are other places in scripture that we can see this as well. Like in Ezekiel chapter 3 verses 1 through 15. The Lord was having Ezekiel eat the word of God, which they talk about as a scroll. And he says that it is sweet as honey. But Ezekiel comes to God and says, the house of Israel will not want to listen to me. And the Lord tells him to not be discouraged, to not be dismayed if they don't listen to Ezekiel, because truly they're not listening to the Lord. And what's crazy is, well, the word was so sweet to Ezekiel. The word was so sweet to Isaiah. The word was bitter 
to those who were rebelling. And listen to what the Lord says to Ezekiel in chapter 3. I'm going to start at verse 8 through 11. Look, I have made your face as hard as their faces and your forehead as hard as their foreheads. I have made your forehead like a diamond, harder than flint. Don't be afraid of them or discouraged by the look on their faces, though they are a rebellious house. Have you ever talked to someone where the Lord's said something to you, put something on your heart, the Holy Spirit's like, go and do this, and then when you say it, their face kind of says it all? That's exactly what's being said in this scripture. But let me continue here. Next, he said to me, son of man, listen carefully to all my words that I speak to you and take them to heart. Go to your people, the exiles, and speak them. Tell them this is what the Lord God says, whether they listen or refuse to listen. There are many times in my walk where I have been given a word that has been bitter to some, but honey to others. And this has nothing to do with the way that we're giving it, the way that we're speaking it, the words that we're speaking. If the Lord has called you to speak a word, we must speak it. It's like in Jeremiah. He says, it doesn't matter if I they call you young. It doesn't matter. You will speak what I tell you to speak. In both Ezekiel and in Isaiah, there is two common themes here. For those who weren't perishing, God's words were like honey. But to those who were in rebellion, it was bitter, it was sour, and it was stinky. And we can actually see this in scripture in the New Testament. In 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 15 through 17, it reads, For to God we are the fragrance of Christ among those who are being saved and among those who are perishing. To some we are an aroma to death leading to death, but to others an aroma of life leading to life. Who is adequate for these things? For we do not market the word of God for profit like so many. On the contrary, we speak with sincerity in Christ as from God and before God. It is so important that we do speak with honor and love, but have the understanding that to those who are perishing, they're not always going to like what the Lord has to speak through us. And that's okay. We should not become discouraged or dismayed, or refuse to listen to the Lord based on other people's reactions. That would make us fearful of man rather than being uh, having fear and reverence for God. And I love what um, verse 17 says, that we don't market the word of God for profit like so many. On the contrary, we speak with sincerity in Christ and from God and before God. There are many people and many ministries that are flourishing right now because they are speaking to people with itching ears. And, and it talks about that in the last days, that there are going to be people who speak uh, really candy to feed their congregation because they want them to say stay they want to speak the all sunshine and roses which i'm not saying there isn't blessing in the land because there is but we need to talk about the hard stuff too because how are we supposed to 
receive grace and mercy and God's loving kindness if we don't repent or have things to be forgiven for. There is no shame, no shame in needing forgiveness. And when you speak with sincerity in your heart, when you are speaking from the place of the Holy Spirit, nothing of you and all of him Like I said, there's not always going to be a lot of people that agree with you, but we can be encouraged because the word says if they hated him, well, Jesus actually said this, if they hated me, they're going to hate you. And I'm not saying that everyone is like this. However, in times that we're in right now, there are going to be people who don't agree with us. And that is exactly why. We need to set our face like flint because it doesn't mean that what we're speaking isn't truth. It doesn't mean that we're not speaking in love and honor. And that is something that we need to talk about too, is to have the Holy Spirit examine our hearts to be a clean vessel in order to speak in that love, in that honor. But even then, there are going to be people that don't agree with us. And that is okay. Because remember what the Lord said to Ezekiel. It doesn't matter. You need to speak what I've told you. Because the wonderful thing is when you speak words that the Holy Spirit has given you, that gives people the opportunity to repent if they are perishing. When you speak what the Holy Spirit tells you to speak, even when it's hard, You are magnifying and glorifying God rather than choosing to be fearful of man. The fear of man is easy to fall into because that is what society feeds off of, is other people's opinions. But when you know who you are in Christ, when you have this overwhelming love for him, it doesn't matter what people have to say. You are going to do exactly what God has called you to do. You're going to go up to that person in the supermarket and ask him if they need prayer. You're going to go up on the street corner and hand somebody some money or the shirt off of your back. You're going to do a cartwheel in the parking lot if necessary, if that is what the Lord has called you to do. I want to encourage you with this, that even though people may not agree with what you have to say. The words that Holy Spirit are speaking through you in that timing are perfect because his will is perfect. You may not see a harvest from it until two years later, but that's okay. Have the Lord set your face like flint, determined to do whatever he's called you to do, whether that means enduring suffering Because, you know, take heart because Jesus has overcome the world and he who is in you is greater than anything you can face in this world. We are called to set our face like Flint. And that truly comes through a revelation of knowing who you are in Christ, understanding his love, his will is perfect, his love is pure, and dropping the fear of man Because in the end, frankly, their opinions don't matter anyways. And the beautiful thing about all of this is that Jesus went through it too. He understands. He sympathizes with us.
But don't hold on to that rejection. Don't hold on to that fear. And do what God has called you to do. I am so thankful for the people that did not waver from the word of God, especially when I was just a babe beginning to walk. Because of their firm foundation on the word of God, I was led into the truth and the truth set me free. Let us be those vessels to speak the truth in love and honor that brings correction, but also exhortation. I am going to leave you with two verses today in the TPT translation, and then I'm going to close out in prayer. Romans chapter 1, verses 16 through 17 in the TPT reads, I refuse to be ashamed of sharing the wonderful message of God's liberating power unleashed in us through Christ. For I am thrilled to preach that everyone who believes is saved, the Jew first, and then people everywhere. This gospel unveils a continual revelation of God's righteousness, a perfect righteousness given to us when we believe. And it moves us from receiving life through faith to the power of living by faith. That is what scripture means when it says, we are right with God through life-giving faith. I encourage you, my friend, to drop the fear of man and to walk in obedience to what the Lord has called you to do. I activate you guys to be unashamed of the gospel and what the Lord has done in your life. God said it's not only by the blood of the Jesus, but the power of our testimony. So who can you share with what God has done in your life? What has God called you to be obedient to? Do it. Walk in obedience. Set your face like flint. It doesn't matter how people are going to respond because you're obeying the Lord. And there is an, uh, there's a blessing, a reward for walking in the things that he has called you to do. I said in the beginning of this message that this word was inspired over a year ago. And I'm thankful for the woman who told me to set my face like flint, that that's what the Lord was speaking to her to speak to me because it encouraged me to set my face like flint. I did endure suffering by speaking what God has told me to speak, but the reward has been so much greater. There has never been a time where Holy Spirit has led me to do something and I've regretted it ever. But there have been moments when I let the fear of man take over and I regretted not doing the things that he had called me to do. I never want to miss those moments and I don't want you to miss the moments of obedience ever because you don't understand what you could be doing in that person's life. Even if they don't receive it, you're still planting a seed. Shake the dust off. And do what God's called you to do. Before I close in prayer, I do want to encourage you. Um, our pastor had a great, great, great message on how fear can be a hindrance to walking in the plans and purposes that God has for you. I will leave that link down below. So if you want to watch it, 
you can watch that. I also want to encourage you to sign up for our newsletter in October. I will leave the link down below with that as well. It is all about the power of testimony. But let's close out in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I just thank you for today. I thank you for this word, Lord. I thank you that today is a marker to drop the fear of man. I bind up the fear of man in the name of Jesus and I loose the fear of God over every single person who is listening. I thank you, God, that you call us bold and courageous as lions. I pray that we walk in the plans and purposes that you have for us, Lord. I pray that you put a door over our mouth so we may not speak thoughtlessly. I pray that we decrease so you can increase. Have your way, Holy Spirit, in us and through us. Help us get a continual revelation of your love. A continual revelation of who we are in you and what we've been called to do. I thank you that the things that you have planned for us long ago, you will surely finish. Lord, help us be unashamed of the gospel. Encourage us and strengthen us, Holy Spirit to be obedient to what you've called us to do. Prepare the hearts of those who you have called us to speak a word into. Let the law of loving kindness be on our tongues. Let our speech be seasoned with salt and let us be a light unto this world. I thank you, Holy Spirit, for the opportunities you are going to give us to walk in that boldness and courageousness. I pray that you help us set our face like flint, that no matter what comes our way, that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. But we are walking in obedience to the plans and purposes that you have for us. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. I really enjoy speaking what the Holy Spirit has taught me, and I pray that it is an encouragement to you. Have a wonderful day.